I heard it's award season. My favorite season of them all. So, Philip, you mentioned that it was the Razzies. It was the Razzies, and uh, I don't know, were there any surprises you saw there? Uh, or anything? I, I feel like them voting for making Blonde the worst picture, that seems like a, almost a, a political thing, I don't know, because it seems like that movie is... Okay, it has a lot of strong opinions. Like, I saw half of it, and I was like, yeah, it's, what's here is pretty cool, it's just not very good. But I don't know if it's the worst picture. Oh, I think it deserves that award. I didn't finish it because I was like, if it's going to keep on going like this, then it's not going to have any purpose. But I am quite happy to see that Jared Leto won Worst Actor. Yes, please. Meet the guy. (laughs) And to to think that in 2014, I was this close to getting a 30 Seconds to Mars tattoo. Oh my God, that would have been such a regret. For you, not for us. Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) But I was at a concert and I was like pulled on the stage and I was like, oh my God, this is the best moment of my life. But... (laughs) Really, it wasn't. Is that when you peaked? Uh, no, I'm yet to peak. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to tear down the fourth wall, but uh, Ned, you're wagging back and forth like you're having a panic attack. So, like, is the microphone going to catch that up, catch that properly? Mm-hmm. We're going to find out. <laughs> I always talk like that. So if Philip make like you know does his little magic, I think it's Philip. Work. Do you have like a sine wave? Do you have like a sine wave of catching his noise when it's going I, I, up and down? I like to think that every time he does that, the audience think he's running around in the room. <laughs> I basically have had the energy. I'm just happy uh, Tom Hanks got two awards as well at the races. What are they? I feel like I feel like Tom Hanks when when everything about Me Too and everything about cancellation started happening like a couple of years ago. I was like, I'm still waiting for something to happen because Tom Hanks he seems to have such a clean closet that I'm expecting that when his closet is opened, it's going to be like, yeah, he eats people. Like it's going to be the worst you can imagine. I can't like do an army he, hammer. It's like it's like if I meet people who don't smoke, I'm kind of like, okay. So what vice do you have? What's what what do you or what are you hiding? And with him, I'm like, okay, you're hiding something really big. Like there must be something monster mama there in the closet you're hiding. So you immediately trust people who smoke because you're like, okay, that's your thing. But uh, I, I know that it will. I I have like a, a set of expectations that I know they're probably gonna stay there. Like, uh, but his like, the, the, who who do you trust the most? Like a person that's like works out every day and eats healthy every day and is like perfectly fit and healthy, or a person that like you you see them smoking. I mean, like none of those things will contribute to me trusting anyone. So. <laughs> Was like if I see someone super healthy, I'm like, okay, you're hiding something. Come on, you you're hiding something from me here. Yeah, maybe that's how they're channeling their depression and anxiety. I wish my child my my way was the same, but it's not. It's actually binge eating. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to see Colin Farrell, but it's like Colin Farrell. He was from 2004 Worst Actor nominee. That must have been from Daredevil in that case, or the Daredevil. No, Daredevil came out earlier, I think. What the fuck did he do in 2004? I don't know. I can't think of anything I've seen in him there where he is that been, like, like the, actively terrible. The phone yeah, booth it, thingy. No, the phone booth him? wasn't terrible. No, it <laughs> wasn't. It, but he, he has it, never been terrible. Like he's always been good. He's just like been good at hiding. I love. I think him. like I, I feel like Colin Farrell can fuck up how many times he wants, and it's still to me going to be like yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard. I know, uh, I know he's good. Um, I'm not gonna go meta here, but I heard you know Thomas Lennon was on a podcast. Uh, oh yeah, and he had a he had a great Colin Farrell story because he was he just like parked outside a bakery, 
who was about to park and like this guy in an SUV like cut ahead and like went in before him like super blatantly and he went in like all pissed like ready to fight the guy and then he comes in and hears he speaking Irish and like Colin Farrell turns around and he's like oh sorry I was a bit of a cunt wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I actually like Colin Farrell. I know he's getting a lot of... I don't know, people are saying that he acts too much with his eyebrows. But I think all of his performances that I've seen are good. Except for the sex tape. That wasn't very good. But um, You made a sex tape? You haven't watched it? No. Oh my god. To, to be honest, like, if I'm getting honest, like, I, I don't think there's been a single male sex tape release that has been good or, like, interesting. Like, they're, they're, they're the most embarrassing ones compared to, like, a more high production one from, like, King Kardashian and shit. A high production one, okay. <laughs> but it's like if it's a male, uh, like if it's a if it's a male actor releasing it, then it's like either webcam footage or if it's like from the other side of the bed and you don't see what's happening. Like it's, yeah. it's like in a softcore porn where you don't see what's what's being penetrated and what's being happening. His was like a POV kind of thing. Ah, uh, okay, him okay, holding that... the phone. Speaking uh, okay, of wait. softcore porn, yes. The that was a good segue. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the movie with a lot of apes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. Please don't hate it. This is the podcast where three friends force each other to watch movies they haven't seen yet. And this week I chose the movie Dawn of the Planet of the Apes that came out in 2014. It's the second movie of the trilogy. Uh, and this one was directed by Matt Reeves. And it's starring Andy Serkis as Caesar. And then a lot of uh, other humans like Jason Clark, Kara Russell, Gary Oldman. And then also Toby Kebbell as a fantastic Koba. And also, are you going to be surprised if I tell you Judy Greer was in this movie? And I'm Philip. And Ned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I mean, these, you two are my two apes. I'm so happy to have you here. Uh, yeah, so it stars a lot of monkeys, a lot of humans. Uh, Philip or Ned, who wants to do a synopsis of this? Who saw it the most recently? Who finishes I actually have it, uh, a question first. <laughs> yeah. Is there a difference between the words ape and monkey? Um, yeah, ape it's like it's like it's a, like a biological definition. Like it go, it, uh, like monkeys uh, can be. Um, sorry, fuck. It can be a, an ape and a monkey, but not the monkey and an ape kind of thing. What are chimpanzees? Chimpanzees are apes. Gorillas. Ooh. Apes. Did you have the the big four are the apes, and then you have like half apes, and then you have monkeys. Ah, because like it's such an ugly word, you know. It's very constricting. It tells you exactly when it wants to end. Because like ape, but with monkey, you can do whatever you want. Because like monkey, you can. You <laughs> I think know, like Planet yourself. of the Monkey. I, I think like Planet of the Monkeys wouldn't work that well. <laughs> I mean, that's not the biggest problem of the titles. It's the two of the in the title that pissed me the fuck <laughs> off. Like it just it's rolls off the tongue. <laughs> it's a shame they didn't just like name the first one like Rise of the Apes, then this one Dawn of the Apes, and the thir- third one War for the Apes or War of the Apes. No, the third one. Then people been wouldn't understand. Fast Apes. The Ape Strikes <laughs> Back is the third one. Yeah, yeah. Philip, do you want to do a plot <laughs> synopsis? Um. Okay, so the movie starts with basically a COVID montage. Um, 
I guess it was a disease. I guess it was fucking 28 Days Later, the first movie, and this is the sequel to it kind of deal. Yeah. What's um, the simian so- flu? Uh, no, do you do you want me to describe what happens in the first one, just to clarify? Sure. No, but just tell me why James Franco wasn't in this one because I was kind of excited and then I was let down. Uh, you you like James Franco? He's I know he was cancelled for something, but let a girl dream. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about this today. Why is it okay mm-hmm. to have like the still use the Godfather of fascism's last name, but the other one, the more famous one, is like everyone got rid of it. The what now? Why can you be called Franco and not Hitler? Because not a lot, not that many people know about Franco compared to Hitler. I think I'm speechless. Franco is pretty famous. Like, why, why didn't everyone ditch that name? I think it's because Hitler just had like a better presentation of why he was evil compared to Franco. I guess so. Well, anyway, in, in, the first, in the first, so in the first movie, James Franco works for a company. He is told, he's trying to find a cure for Alzheimer's, and he does experiments on the monkeys and the apes. Uh, Caesar is one of them. He's told that he has to euthanize uh, Caesar, takes him home, and then he keeps on doing the tests on him because he wants to cure his uh, dad's Alzheimer's. And then Caesar uh. becomes more and more uh, smart, and then. Uh, Caesar gets put into like uh, an ape prison basically because he attacks someone, and uh, when he's there, he flees. He gets and gets into the basement of uh, James Franco's place and finds the stuff he used to become smarter. He sees like start overdosing on himself just to become smarter, and after Ooh. that is when he starts when he says the first word "no" that he screams that they scream a lot in this movie, and then he spreads this. He uses these uh, like the gas canisters he has and gives them to the other monkeys. And apes in the same prison, including the ones like Koba and Maurice, and then they start a riot revolution and flee to the forests. And then it turns out that they're, they they started spreading a virus accidentally by being having this uh, like gas canisters on them. So it started mm. spreading a disease at the end, like the last two minutes of the first movie. So why is no one wearing masks? Because in this one, everyone's died. Like the ones who are left are immune. Oh, interesting. Oh, I sh- I probably would have been of the dead ones. Sure. Yeah. So, Philip, you want to take us to the plot and of this movie now? <laughs> so, yeah, that happened. And uh, mm-hmm. since then, I guess the the monks are thriving in the the West Coast jungles. Um, and until humans show up again, I guess the apes thought the humans were gone. The humans are still there. Uh, the humans are left in San Fran wants to um, use a dam that the monkeys are currently inhabiting to produce electricity and go back to the old ways and uh, i guess caesar the head monkey is not very keen on the idea but lets them in but then after a while like monkey politics ensues and uh uh the one monkey what was it koba koba um yeah gets hands with a gun shoots caesar and attacks the humans and we have a uh, a big final battle on a fucking um, skyscraper, and uh, yeah, Caesar kills Boba Fett, and uh, <laughs> end of movie. But the monkeys and humans are at war now because yeah, he stirred some shit up. Yeah, are they? I thought it was like all good under the hood, you know. No, they they say that at the end, like the army is coming because the army knows what happens. And oh, you know what the issue is. I started watching this on my TV, like I cast it from um, 
you know, an alternative website. And um, I, I, on the TV, I don't have any subtitles. And I'm just watching this, you know, observing body language uh, from the apes. And I'm like, okay, I'm kind of getting things, you know. And then I had to start cooking. So I like put it back on my computer so I can take it to the stove. And then I see that these stupid ass monkeys, they're talking and there's subtitles and they're telling me exactly <laughs> what they're saying. <laughs> that was kind of a bummer, but I didn't have the time to like rewatch the part that I missed. Oh, this Pontus is, like, this... is literally pulling his hair. <laughs> <when> he <laughs> this is literally this is literally what happened when I went to see the third one in the cinemas in Bulgaria, and I went as soon as I sat down in the movie star, I was like, "Wait, the last one had a lot of sign language." Well, hopefully they learn to talk a lot more in this movie, and hope they're still doing sign language. Stuff. Oh shit! <laughs> That's like so, the yeah. only thing I knew about this movie going in was like I've heard a lot of things about the opening sign language, like the first. I don't know. I, in my mind, I thought it was gonna be like the first half hour just sign language, which I was kind of all in for, and then it's like ah, oh, it's five minutes, and then mm. people start talking. No, but the monkeys—it's not like the monkeys are talking a lot. Like they're just using it for certain dialogues at the end and stuff. Like yeah. You but know, like I, the, the sun, like blue eyes, you hear him talk like two times in the whole movie and such. Oh, the sun. He was so baby girl. I mean, come on. He <laughs> His face was way too pretty. That was like so Kenny Valley. Yeah. It, 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 it had like a, an Instagram smoothing filter over it. Yeah. Like, oh, it yeah. Way too Vaseline. There was, this, there was this one specific shot that made me think this. It was like when the war was starting and like somebody gave him a gun and he was like considering if he should take it. And this like slow you know zoom into his face and i'm like you are gorgeous little monkey <laughs> i love you uh but yeah just to take it back to the language part i feel like the language journey of the apes in this movie was very different because like interesting because when caesar first came to um uh uh the like the gates and he was like he, i don't know what he said but it was like perfect grammar and then i thought that was a, a bit suspicious for an ape uh, and then throughout the rest of the movie, he kind of lost this grammar. And I'm thinking maybe they were like, oh, we got to tone no. it down a little bit because that felt a bit too smart. He uses the, like, he uses the same type of grammar the whole movie. It's like, no, he just no. uses simple words. I'm uh, pretty sure it's not like that. <laughs> In like the beginning, he, he was smarter. To, when he comes to the gates, he says like, ape home there. And he points, and then it says human home here. No, stay. no, it was a perfect sentence. And I was like, yeah, that's suspicious. I don't believe Did that. Did you watch it dubbed in Bulgarian as well? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> they dubbed the sign language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you have like a sign interpreter at the bottom of the right side of the screen, like doing sign language for you? <laughs> I needed that. So can I just uh, rip off the band-aid? Because uh, literally when I was re-watching this yesterday, <laughs> I sat there halfway through the movie. I did the... Uh, the Will Arnett Arrested Development, I made a huge mistake realizing, oh shit, Philip is going to hate this, and now I want your opinion. <laughs> mm, I mean, like, starting this movie, I checked with my girlfriend, like, do you want to watch, you know, watch this monkey movie? Do you want to watch a monkey movie? And uh, he was not really you know, keen on watching CGI monkeys. Even though she almost had a nervous breakdown watching Congo, but that's, you know, animatronics, so yeah. that's a different story. So I watched this alone, and um, I mean... As far as current day blockbusters go, I'd say this is like a serviceable one. It's uh, like uh, th there's decent action. There's monkeys with machine guns on horses, so it's like you can't go too bad with that. Uh, and it's I feel like it takes itself seriously enough. Like when they do the machine guns, it's not laugh out loud funny. It's like yeah, it works. I mean, they do first do the fucking monkeys pinned down behind fire like. 
looking like World War One trenches, fucking shit. And then he's like, oh yeah, monkey standing on a horse going through fire, shooting with like two LMGs. <laughs> so it's like yeah. pretty quick turns uh, in the Like series zero things. recoil from the SMGs. It was very yeah. weird. <laughs> but I, it's not I, at some point, uh, I saw the, it was my favorite character in, in the movie, it was uh, Maurice, the orangutan. Yeah. And I saw an orangutan on a horse and it's like, how much does an orangutan weigh? Like, shouldn't that break a fucking horse's back? But apparently, they only go up to like 100, 120 kilo. I was surprised. That they, they horse look... carried like 200, Yeah, kilos, but I like... thought the orangutan was going to be way heavier. Uh, I love Maurice. And uh, what did you think of this? Except for the you fact know, that you don't understand most of it. I actually realized that this is the only one that I've kind of watched from uh, the, the the trilogy because um, I, I caught my dad watching it like in 2014, I think it was. And I just uh, like finished the movie with him. So uh, like I was getting all of these flashbacks from it. And I remember really loving the movie back then. Uh, and now I think my only issue with it was that I, I didn't feel what the stakes were, especially for the humans, because I didn't, didn't care about the human characters. Like they were so boring. I understood virtually none of their storylines. I don't know why they were there. The whole family was like very vanilla and very boring. And um, uh, actually, like, like I... Hmm? I'll not continue. No, I, I like the part where it was, where it felt like, you know, humans are the problem because, you know, art imitates <coughs> life. That's very true. Humans are the problem. But then it was like, actually, no. An ape was the problem. And I'm like, yeah, that's... Well, the ape was the way it was because he was tortured by humans. Yeah, but also like, yeah, that was directed by a human. So I guess we're not the bad guys after all in this movie. <laughs> um, I don't but know I liked if this it. was... Uh, like, I, no, I haven't seen the first one, but like this movie very much feels like, you know, uh, a sequel where like the, the movie that came before was, you know, testing the waters for a trilogy. But they weren't mm -hmm. like they, it wasn't like set in stone yet. So like let's kind of wrap off the first one neatly, and then this one just like oh like okay new new adventure kind of thing. Like the, there's not much you know, stakes from the previous movie going on. The previous movie is like just setting up a completely no, different no. thing, a separate. And then like this second movie ends on that they will lead into the third one. All three of them have like completely different characters, and uh, like the, the third one is a lot more connected to this one than the first one. But the first one was definitely meant like it ended on uh, sort of like the cliffhanger is yeah, you know, it's going to become a planet of the apes, like people are getting infected. That's what you know, mm -hmm. just based on the title. But you, they're, they're, it's kind of true in that sense. But what you said that is something I actually caught up on when I saw this now again is that the stakes aren't really explained properly enough uh, compared to how I remember it being watching because I started thinking like they're talking about oh we need to make contact with other people outside that's where we need the power but it's like I'm pretty sure you can use the radio tower with the gas generator yeah I, I wrote, like, noted the exact same thing like you need a dam to power a radio <laughs> <laughs> but uh, those sort of things are like at least I, said, I, I agree with uh, what you're both saying but like mainly on the human part of the story I feel with the, on the monkey side, like their story is pretty clear. Yeah, the yeah, their, their the story is like, and these movies, like, they are about the apes, the apes, and yeah, I, I think, yeah, I, and this circus is awesome. Like, I think he does a really good job, like, facial capture and the facial, like, he, he does such a good job, uh, the way he's. Who did he play? Uh, Caesar. Uh huh. Yeah, Caesar yeah. Was good. No, I feel like, I mean, like 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 I said, I thought this the whole opening of this movie is gonna be like monkeys for half an hour only, mm. and I was excited about that. And 
like the human side of most of this i feel drag it down unless it's you know directly monkeys interacting with humans almost like when they're not even part of the story like uh the evil monkey sneaking up to steal guns like both of those scenes were like pretty hilarious and it worked well with like oh. the interaction of humans to me that was fucking horror i mean the way the monkey lied and i'm like yeah yeah yeah, trust animals. <laughs> yeah because i didn't think animals could lie and now i'm like doubting <laughs> these everything. are smart these are yeah. smart monkeys. No, it's they just like you know flavors. your dog you know acting cute because he knows like if i do this thing where my ear is all flopped i'll get some nice treat and love because i look cute it's the same thing he does like playing dumb yeah i'm gonna look cute and then i'm gonna kill your asses and like the first time he took the gun it was totally believable in the way he shot them because it was very chaotic and then from that point on they were all trained assassins all them <laughs> monkeys <laughs> Uh, they, they just know how to pick up a gun and shoot. Like you don't see them like reloading a machine gun. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> was this uh, the movie? I remember like years ago there was like a viral video of like what looks like uh, like soldiers somewhere in Africa in the jungle. Like there's a monkey there and oh, having fun with the monkey, and then the monkey picks up guns and like kills everyone. And it, I think it was like a guerrilla marketing thing for a Planet of Apes movie. But I can't remember which one. I know, I know what video you're talking about. I don't think it was connected to this at all. Mm. So the reason I wanted to bring up this movie is just because I like I like this movie in the sense that whenever I'm looking at, I I, I feel like one thing I'm I'm seeing uh, in there's a pretty like a big difference between like me and especially I would say Philip is that when I'm sort of uh reviewing or like looking at the movie how good it is i'm always looking at it from like the production context of like how could this movie have been based on the budget and such whereas i feel like philip is a lot more uh consistent about like no a movie is a movie like a movie should be good and that's it and and when i'm watching this movie i'm kind of like yeah this like this doesn't feel like a big block block big blockbuster movie it doesn't look like one like it's it feels a lot more tangible it feels a lot more practical and i feel like i i love the set design i love the look of everything about this and i i love like the cg in this movie is absolutely like like look at maurice the orangutan and tell me yeah that is like tell me yeah that looks fake oh no he was real that was real i think but i also think that was was the one i know (laughs) yeah but i think maurice was also the one that it worked best on yeah because i think there were varying level of monkeys looking like monkeys in this movie it was like yeah. the gorillas you saw like did they look fake i, I think the, them the most yeah i think the least time was spent on them like maurice got all that like maurice hair that i was like okay they did cgi with the face but like that hair is real the hair yeah. I know, the whole thing is yeah but like for the chimps i i not as much i mean it looks for a movie that's almost 10 years old it looks amazing still yeah, yeah. it's 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 like and you can really t- because the first one the rights of plant apes that one is not as spotless like there's a bit of an uncanny valley aspect to caesar so this one is a, such a huge change but i also like i feel I, I like that the sort of central conflict of the movie is about like diplomacy almost whereas like jason clark is just like trying to become like make it understood to caesar like why he doesn't want to hurt him in a way that feels like genuine and then like everything else sort of causes a chaos around it and i, I yeah, I, like I started. I started thinking about Dune a lot when I when I saw this, in like the, the whole new one political mm. uh, political sci-fi. Yeah, 
And it's like, I, I, I also, I just feel like when you're looking at sort of the big spectacle, uh, big spectacle action sequence at the end, there's still like, they're not done in a way where it feels like, oh, this is supposed to be exciting. Like they're done almost like a, like a war movie that mm. is still pretty like taste, tasteful. No. Like, I, think I mean, the with, I it, it's, yeah, horses through fire. Okay, that that's the one thing it sounds like. But like, if you're thinking of the scene, like when he jump, Koba uh, jumps on the tank and starts beating the shit out of the people inside, and it's just like just following the tank spinning around in 360 with the camera mounted mm. to the actual like machine gun. I'm like, I, I, when I saw that in the cinema, I was like, holy shit, they're actually doing like a wonder 360 take of just showing carnage during a battle in a big block like a blockbuster movie and to me that was like this this has it felt like balls to it and i i really enjoyed that aspect i mean i the one thing you hear about chimps is that they can tear your faces off and this movie had none like not a single yeah. face was torn off <laughs> if, if like because i i was thinking like during the action like okay i've never seen a planet of dave movie but like i feel like there's enough um creativity can be found in that title alone uh, in the action scenes, so I was like very much looking forward to like, okay, I'm going to be cool monkey action, and like chimps tearing people's face off were more like you know there wasn't much hand to hand combat in this movie, which I thought that yeah. had the most potential for this, like because monkeys had four hands, fucking insane, mm. and it was like one shot, yeah, there was like one shot of uh, Caesar like blocking a pipe with his feet. And oh that yeah, that about was very it nice. when it came to monkey action. There was yeah, nothing like monkeys swing around with machine guns on, like to their mm. feet, like something like that. And I would have been like, okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, a bit disappointed on that part, even though the action wasn't bad in that sense. But I, there was nothing got me really super excited either. You have a point there, but I also think it'd be like, again, the context of can we show them ripping off a face of a human when it's a PG-13, $200 million budget movie? <laughs> if you can't, then why do I it? I think we can, <laughs> and we should. I'm just thinking, like, if they if they were told, like, yeah, you you, you get fifty million to make this movie, then like, what what would it have been? Would it have been one monkey and uh, twenty uh, twenty minutes of footage of that mm-hmm. monkey? <laughs> Did you both watch Nope? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. I watched Nope. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. I'm not gonna say yeah. anything. That's end of that discussion. Is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I was wondering, yeah. like, what why was like Koba so fucking impressed about everything? I my my own personal theory was because. The way he was animated, his like fur was receding, and I always think like balding people always are grumpy <laughs> on something, and I think he was channeling something like that. But um, was that the reason? <laughs> I mean, kind of, because he, he was a he was a lab monkey, so he yeah, had he had only yeah. seen like the worst of humanity, and he, oh, okay. he literally said that it show off his scars, seen like from what they yeah. did. That was why his hair was uh, reclining. Yeah. But his also, like, the, like baby girl had even bigger scars, and he was nice. So I don't know. If those are honorable ones, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what a very I, sad scene was when the, when Koba threw that monkey from the balcony. That was like I almost shed a tear there because that was a good monkey or eight. Ash, yeah, yeah. No, that, that was a good scene. I was like, it was good. It it stood out to me, and like, I'm uh, I, I didn't love the Batman, the new one, that much, but I thought it was like good in a general sense and i'm like yeah matt reeves i i like him he's good he made mm. he made all of these and uh i don't think i can can convince you to watch war for the planet of Apes, but i can tell you that I think the, I will. that one has that one has like almost no 
like the humans in that movie are not almost entirely just the antagonists. Like the, it's the entirety of the movie is mm-hmm. just the monkeys. I like that Judy Greer wanted to be in this movie just to play the wife of uh, a Caesar. Ah, huh, okay, yeah. I I thought that you, I I felt like I didn't see her the whole movie. She was in scenes, but it was like in the. I mean they. They they have these broad light shots, but a lot of this CGI is hidden in shadows, and she was one of them. Yeah, but like Caesar's hair looks really fucking good in close up. Like his face looks photo real. Yeah, yeah. Like that's uncanny valley. Not uncanny valley, but like yeah, monkey can't, an ape can't move that face. Very much right. Yeah. Also, can I say that I, I'm happy to see Kirk Acevedo? Oh, shit. yes. I was very pleasantly surprised. I'm always, always, always happy to see him. And he always plays no, shitbags. Who but, is uh, that? He, he was the guy who uh, uh, got... I guess he's, he's... I know him mainly from Oz. And he did the voice for Jackie Estacado in the Darkness games. Yeah, but then it was also, also Band, Band of Brothers, Brothers, I think he's most famous for. Yeah. He's the one who needs new shoes. Like yeah. Yeah, he's the guy who finds the the guy who smuggles in the shotgun that doesn't treat like trust uh, apes. Ah, gotcha. And also, I I feel like Jason. There, there was a time there when Jason Clark was like being included in like almost all the big movies, and I can say that out of all those people, there were like Jai Courtney and Sam Worthington. What was it? Was his name Sam Worthington? The guy who was an Avatar and uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like Jason Clark is the only one of them actually has like an everyman feel where it's like he can slot in into most movies and it works. Yeah, he's like, he's not too pretty. So yeah, exactly. Works. Like if he, <laughs> no, like no. He, I feel <laughs> that he's perfectly cast in this movie in the sense that like he, he's just a dude, like a, a father, and they don't do a lot with like establishing what he's like, what his role is. It's like, yeah, he's just a dude trying to survive with his father and like with his family. You know what the family reminded me of? Like a family in a movie about time traveling, and I can't explain why. Just felt that way. Hmm. But like not a good movie about about time traveling, like a Hallmark type of shit. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Ah, <laughs> uh, I could I could have burned Robert Zemeckis again there, but I'm not going to. Um, mm-hmm. Have you even seen any of the Back to the Future movies? I've seen the first two, and uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen only the first one. They're very whatever. Um, no time crimes, am I right? Yeah. Those chrono criminals. Oh, I love this one. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I was just I, I just wanted to rewatch this movie because I feel like uh, my dad, he has a very, I would say, I'm sorry, dad, if you're listening to this, he has a very limited sense of uh, a movie opinions he's like if i if i try to sell him on something he will almost like refuse it if it has like one out of hundred things is like if it has sci-fi no like does it have this nope like he refuses it homoeroticism no 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 not not like that (laughs) but he's like if a movie he 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 is the kind of person that is like i can tell him to watch a tv show and he goes like oh is is it american or like yeah Uh, then i'm not watching it like he he, he's to that level but I made I sat down and made him watch this movie and I'm like, Dad, I'm gonna make you watch this and you don't have a choice. And he's like, Oh, fucking apes like riding on horses, what is this shit? And then at the end of the movie he was like, That movie was really good. Mm-hmm. And like and that that like from coming from my dad, 
the way he said it. I was like, put it on a DVD box art. He was like, my dad saw a movie where apes rode on horses with dual wielding machine guns, and he didn't think it was stupid. Like, I think in some way or another, I'm like, yeah, this is a good test to show if a movie has like proper filmmaking values. And to me, like this movie does have that. Like, I enjoy it in general a lot. But could you give us a bit more context on your father's taste? Like, what are his favorite movies? Uh, I think his favorite movies are like, uh, probably like Good, Bad, the Ugly, mm-hmm. uh, Godfather. I thought you said Coyote Short. Ugly first, and I was very confused. <laughs> no, no, not, not Coyote Ugly. And uh, I think like Hunt for Red October, like dad movies. He loves those. Like... But he, but he's like he doesn't. I don't think he cares about Die Hard. Like he he likes slow dad movies, and like he only basically watches like British criminal shows and Swedish criminal shows. If something is American, he's like, nope, it's too stupid. I don't want to watch it. Not wrong. So he's spilled there. <laughs> yeah. So like I tried to make him watch like Severance, and then I told him like, oh yeah, this is a show about like people who have their minds wiped, and it's like, oh no, sci-fi. I'm not watching that. That's stupid. Like that's that's how you reacted. So, gotcha. How's how's you? How are your parents' movie tastes? I mean, we know that uh, Ned's dad loves Van Helsing. He loves how Van Helsing. <laughs> I thought it was Assassin's Creed. He liked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he loves Assassin's Creed. The, yeah, the movie Van Helsing we watched a lot. Um, he also likes me. He loves Wanted, um, and uh, I think. His favorite, like one of his favorite movies is this like, what was it called? 47 Ronin or something like this? Is there a movie is, like that? Isn't that the one with uh, Keanu Reeves? I think so. Visa? Yeah. What are you talking he has about? a has a very weird taste. Like he loves action and like mindless type of, types of movies. Like he would watch The Expendables. Yeah, like m- aughts action or like in that... <laughs> Yeah, and he's, he plays a lot of shooters as well, so it's like not, not very surprising. And my mom, um, she, as long as like, what's this guy's name? Transporter? Oh, what was his name? Statham. Yeah, yeah if Statham. he's in it, she's in it. Yeah, <laughs> she loves him. But I also like, I got her to watch um, uh, Succession, and she's obsessed. So that's kind of a win, because I thought she would hate it. But yeah. That was a success. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Hmm. My, and you, Philip? Uh, oh, my dad likes like Liam Neeson movies. <laughs> I guess that's a genre itself. Um, mm-hmm. My mom was, she, she was like, you start a movie and then she was like, oh no, like, Ponte is dead, like, this is stupid and goes away or falls asleep. Uh, but uh, she claimed like over Christmas, she'd been getting into like those Hallmark Christmas type of some movies, which feels age appropriate. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Is there a awesome. channel in Finland for that? <laughs> I don't know where she gets them. <laughs> is she like finding like some weird streaming service to watch like pirated Hallmark movies? Hopefully. Because <laughs> like I, I have a hard time imagining those being like readily available on streaming <laughs> in Europe. When we mention now that we have parents that like watch movies from a specific actor, can you like think of an actor or actress that kind of does the same for you? Like if you see someone playing something, you're going to be like, yeah, I'm going to watch this movie because they are in it. Oh yeah. Uh, I I used to have that for Michael Shannon, and then Michael Shannon was in so many bad things, and I can't anymore. Uh, I think uh, Alison Janney. I really love her. Who I was like that? Like... <clears throat> uh, Alison Janney. She was in uh, Juno. 
Yes. Like okay. mother in general. Yeah. Um, what are you saying, Philip? I'm I'm pretty much like that with I mean Nick Cage, just because you know it's gonna be a Nick Cage movie. And then like John Goodman. Hmm. Interesting. He was good in Kong. I've been thinking like a lot about like John Goodman it might be my favorite actor because he's like he's he's everywhere, but he's always doing a great job. Like I can't think of any bad John Goodman performance. The movie might be terrible, but like goddamn John Goodman and he has range too, like I love him being funny. I love him being scary. But that's what I'm thinking because, like, when I'm thinking of John Goodman when he's funny and when he's scary, it's like he's still being like on the same wavelength. It's just that the material material around him changes. Because like his role in Big Lebowski could have been almost the same role in Ten Cloverfield Lane, and it would have probably worked almost. Like, what is his range? Like, when is he? I it's like in my head, I'm like. Let's go from Flintstones to Ten Cloverfield Lane. That's kind of like where the... I mean, the, yeah, the, that's, the, that's a pretty big like range. Pretty, pretty, yeah, that's, that would be like the extremes I would pick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but, after, but in between those, what other ranges does he have? Between those, you have... Uh, what's it called? Uh, fuck, Barton Fink. You know, you have the... He's good in Barton Fink. I, I love him in Community. He's fucking great the seasons he shows yeah. up there. Um, <laughs> when he's like, "Don't look at my ponytail," I'm going through a thing. <laughs> yeah, going through something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no flowers to John Goodman. Uh, I think I think like if I'm talking like modern actors, I feel like I love basically everything Ryan Gosling does, to be honest, and Jake Gyllenhaal. Like those are, Ooh. I love watching basically everything they do. I feel I like more that. names where I like the opposite. Like, oh, this person, it's nah, I'm good. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of the same. <laughs> I remember in high school, I I watched every single Mila Jovovich movie and Megan Fox movie because um, I was obsessed. And now I feel like if I see like if James McAvoy is in something, I'm in because I feel yeah, like he yeah. brings so much to every role. Uh, I feel like that's the same is going to happen with Paul Mescal as well, because uh, so far, everything I've seen, I've loved and I'm low key obsessed. Who, who was he in? Uh, After Sun, Normal People. Okay, I, I think I've seen something with him, but I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I, I. Oh, think and I, uh, Dakota Johnson. Obsessed. Whoa, 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 whoa. Close one. Uh, I, I started getting, I, after seeing Fresh, I kind of feel like I need to watch everything Daisy Edgar Jones does, but then I didn't want to see that when they... She's in Normal People. I, then I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah. I might have even done it, but forgotten about it. I feel like I'm almost uh, more interested in like the, seeing everything. I'm more with like directors than with actors. Yeah, absolutely. Because like directors, uh, I started going through like uh, I have a thing. I'm trying to go through all of Sidney Lumet's movies, <laughs> and I feel like so far I haven't seen a single one that was bad. So I'm really enjoying that. Uh, I'm speaking about actors. I actually, I actually went to see Sucker Punch in the cinema because Vanessa Hutchins was in it. <laughs> Oh, we need to unpack this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was Tell me more. Very, I was very easily entertained back then. I was like, I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, it's Zack Snyder and it's Vanessa Hudgens in leather. I'm okay with this. Vanessa I'm like, that's Hudgens. how fucking simple I was. But well, what was your like, like, I don't mind Vanessa you know Hudgens. What's wrong with Vanessa Hudgens? <laughs> oh, yeah. What are you saying? Ned? <laughs> no, I feel like she's, she's not. Uh... I, I don't you can't see tell her me as... that Vanessa Hudgens is ugly. Like no, no, she's not ugly. But I feel like you would think she's annoying, knowing you, because I think she's iconic. 
And uh, oh, this, okay. this uh, was back in 2009. We're on the same like, wavelength here. What, what's, what's, why is, what's with attention? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't dislike her. Like, I haven't seen her in anything I don't like. like I, I haven't heard her do or say anything stupid either. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like she was the best part of Spring Breakers. Spring Breakers is a good movie. Spring Breakers is like a terrible movie. Okay, so it's two against one here. You like it, Ned? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah, Spring Breakers is great. I hated it the first time I watched it, but I was too young for it, and now I'm mature. I was too old for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, be the best part of Spring Breakers was Ashley Benson. Was it Ashley Benson? The blonde girl, like the main girl. I don't know. I watched the first Selena Gomez, but that's for iconography. Selena Gomez is the worst one in that movie. Yeah. She is. Yeah, yeah, she's not a good actress, but I'm, I'm still <laughs> team Selena forever. <laughs> Selena. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I watched Sucker Punch for this bit, um, Emily Browning. <laughs> <laughs> Emily Browning. Yeah, because I thought she was nice, and like with the way she swung that, what was it a katana? I was like, yeah, bitch, and like the Bjork song with Skunk Anansi, I was in it, baby. But didn't you like when they did the the somber version of White Rabbit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the movie can we choices. talk can we talk about somber trailer music because like oh no, please yes please. No, talk I, about I need it, to mention keeping a thing I, no i need to mention that like i thought i thought like for real that it was like everyone a year ago was like okay now it's done to death when they made that trailer for that crossfire game and they used a slow somber cover of x gonna give it to you by dmx everyone was like okay we can't do anything more like we've jumped the shark here Mm. And then I was watching the last was TV show, and they have a fucking slow somber cover of "Never Gonna Let Me Down Again" by Depeche Mode, <laughs> and like th that song, the original song is in the first episodes. So when they have it later on, I was like, they think they're smart, but this just makes mm -hmm. it so fucking stupid. <laughs> but I feel like this is done mostly in trailers, like "Promising Young Woman." I think it was like a somber version of "Toxic" by Britney Spears, also played <laughs> by like a string quartet. Iconic, if you ask me, but <laughs> the movie was I hate, I hate the fact that the Batman made uh, something in the way by Nirvana become super popular, because, like, I used oh, to you're love gatekeeping. that song. No, but, like, that that was, like, my favorite song. Oh, yes, gatekeeping, I, one of the most it, successful bands yeah. <laughs> <laughs> albums of all time. <laughs> it's still, I think like, the gates favorite, are open, and it's too it's late. It's my favorite Nirvana song, but it's, like... A year, two years ago, it wasn't the second most streamed song of theirs on Spotify, and now it basically it's. And to me, that was like, yeah, you're not here because you love Nirvana. N never mind, you're here because you saw the trailer. Well, that's the same as the Stranger. What are you doing there, Kate Bush? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like everyone, <laughs> no one likes Kate Bush. I oh, love Kate oh, Bush. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have, uh, <laughs> I'm holding back a, like an army of people right now. <laughs> Philip, you're the one who told me the most shit about Kate Bush. Oh, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't fuck with Kate Bush, but I know a lot of people do. Wow. Uh, anything else about May apes? They should be called monkeys. That's my two cents. The what? <laughs> they should be called monkeys. Planet of the monkeys. Yeah, or monkey planet. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hundred percent certain that there's an a band on Spotify called Monkey Planet. Yeah, but it's so clunky. This title, I, I'm still not over it. Dawn Planet, of the Planet of the Apes. Planet is a fine title. of the Apes. Come on, that's a fine title. And you can just say Monkey Planet's Dawn, baby. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go. New. Are we, are, are, okay, so Twilight of the Apes, 
New new <laughs> new moon new of the apes. <laughs> new moon of the apes. New moon new apes. But and eclipse then, uh, breaking, of the breaking, apes. Breaking breaking <laughs> breaking apes part one. Breaking <laughs> apes part two. <laughs> uh, get peed on you for that. Um, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. In conclusion, I did you so, hate it? Solid movie. Um, I was never annoyed. I was entertained every now and then. Um, I might watch a sequel to this five years from now. I, I would say the sequel is... Uh, I think I would like it more now after re-watching Dawn. I think I would like the sequel more. Because like, the first time I saw the sequel, I was like, this is pretty, just like, pretty sad. <laughs> like Most of it, but... I think I would like it more now. Ned, mm. did you hate it? No, I didn't hate it. I mean, I was kind of meh on it. Uh, but uh, I feel like if I watch the other ones and I put it into context, I might even like it more. But I feel like, feel like it's a pretty okay movie. It was great to watch on a Sunday. And that's about it. Low stakes, low reward, but still chill. Yeah, you might actually like Rice now if you rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. If you watch it. I so... Might. For the next week, it's uh, or next episode, it's Ned's time. Oh yeah, Ned, well, what, uh, what Planet of the Apes movie are you making us watch? The good thing is that I haven't watched that many movies, so I just only have like one movie to choose from, and I'm just gonna say that one. And uh, I wanna suggest uh, Infinity Pool. Oh, okay, Nipple Baby yeah. time. Yeah, Baby Crone. Okay, yeah, I'm. I hope it's in the cinemas in Sweden then. Um, you may not need a cinema for that one, <laughs> is all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I'm not, I feel like I, I need a disclaimer here. I'm not really suggesting it because I liked it, but I oh, want to okay, have cool. a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Have you, have, have you watched uh, all of Cron- Brandon Cronenberg's movies? No. I know you've seen Possessor, right? Oh yeah. That one I've seen. I think... I because I, I've been thinking of bringing up antiviral because I last time I watched it, I really liked it but mm-hmm. that movie is also like if if you read the reviews of it like people really hate it so I feel like maybe I misunderstood it and I actually do dislike it like, what, was that one with the actor that always looks a bit disturbed the Caleb Landry Jones yeah uh, yeah he, he, he no he, he looks like he's sick yeah sick or yeah. like going through with withdrawal always yeah, yeah. He, he was perfectly cast as the horrible son in Get Out. Hmm. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> All right. Cool. Next time it's a Pool. Yeah. Doing it.